Uh, welcome back to the Funny Books and Firewater podcast. We're a drinking podcast with a comic book problem. Shake the shit out of it. away and then yeah all of a sudden i was like oh they can't hear me look up i'm muted that's why no one can hear me Sorry, buddy. it's okay no, buddy but maybe it's it was elena i wouldn't be surprised if Elena just like randomly mutes me throughout this no she's like god damn it adam no the only person i've muted so far is todd <laughs> <laughs> and it's so deserved episode yeah <laughs> this is like the, so the thing for so like with this podcast like with the comments like you know read issue 444 like in last issue it's like on last mm-hmm. episode yeah. got muted yeah we, we could have yeah. I, I mean i think that going back to last week's episode we should have uh yellow cards and red cards uh you know to uh last week todd got red carded so he'll be gone or, or <laughs> restricted oh from talking about this book or whatever uh <laughs> cool hey and welcome to another episode of the funny books and firewater podcast we are still towards the middle the second half of the middle or yes. something um of our dog days of summer month we are reading grumble uh you're the dog now man um, is the title of it uh, from Albatross Funny Books um, and uh, a bunch of people one named Roberts, Norton Lewis oh. and Crank um, oh, I think Crank is the uh, um, uh, da, 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 da. yeah as a letterer so anyway uh, we have a full group with us I'm sorry uh, we took a little break between recording the last episode and recording this little episode and for some reason all of you have moved around in squares on my computer it's strange I blame to, Todd uh, yeah. I blame Lena you have host powers no well, so- I, I was gone and yeah. I noticed that Todd switched and I was yeah. like, Todd, what did you do? Yeah, Actually, and, and mine did the same thing. I think it's based off of when people signed in because we all went, like, we all turned our video off and then Todd, yeah. you logged out and came back in. Yeah, so my child did that one to me. It's Todd's fault. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, okay. yeah, my little kid came on my lap, saw the keyboard and went pushing all of the keys. Yes. And then that happened. So you're so. saying your daughter is a cat. Yeah. <laughs> she's like two. Cat yeah. is smarter than she is right now. Come on. But she's Maybe. more dangerous. Uh, maybe, maybe, yes, maybe. Anyway, maybe. Uh, as you can hear, we have uh, our normal group here. We have Lena. What up? We have Adam. Hello. We have Todd. Yo. And we have me. Hello. And um, you are? I am Brian. Uh, hey, I, I am Groot uh, and whatnot. So, uh, yeah. So, uh, Grumble is another odd story. Um, I just knew I had a dog on the cover. Technically speaking, he's not fully a dog. He's just a man transferred into a dog for the entire book so far. Yeah. Um, uh, also, uh, I think it's a. Is that a pug or is that a Frenchie? I think it's. A, a it pug. looks like a pug. It is a pug. It okay. I also like totally. Well, that's why Grumble because a group of pugs is called a Grumble. Oh, okay. I also totally didn't make up a drinking game, and I should have done that during our break. So. Uh, I'm gonna gotcha. speed read through. Gotcha. Uh, cool. Um, but uh, we uh, well, well, Adam, uh, I guess you're speed reading through, huh? Yeah. Um, so I, yeah. I do our drink. So I'll do our drink first, and then I'll, I'll speed read okay. and go last. So. I actually am very proud of this drink. I think I think it sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. So I, I do want to try the it. The last so. one sounded scary. The previous episode, I would be scared to drink. <laughs> yeah, and we've already had my gold schlager discussion, so I won't be trying that. However, this one, I'm calling an interdimensional bounty hunter. Uh, it's going to involve two ounces of rye whiskey, 
a one inch, one inch piece of a split vanilla bean, one bag of Earl Grey tea, one ounce of sweet vermouth, two dashes of Angostura bitters, one dash of orange bitters, an orange twist, and brandied cherries. So you're going to take a jar, you're going to add the rye whiskey, the vanilla bean, and the Earl Grey. You're going to put a lid on it, you're going to shake the fuck out of it and let it sit somewhere for 24 hours so that it'll infuse the rye. Then in an ice filled shaker, you're going to add that mixture, so strain out the other stuff, uh, the vermouth, all the bitters, and then you're going to take the cocktail glass, you're going to rim it with the orange twist, shake the shit out of the alcohol, strain it into the glass, and then you're going to garnish it with brandied cherries. Okay. And I think that just sounds like a really, that just sounds, well, fancy, but I think it sounds <laughs> really good too. It does so. sound fancy. I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Earl Grey, so I'm like just it. trying to chew on that. I was at Trader Joe's today and I was I was shopping with Brooks and they had uh, a watermelon mint tea. Mm. Okay. So Clark loves both watermelon and mint and tea, so I was like, oh, mm-hmm. it's up for you. So I hope I'll let you know next time how it is because it sounds delicious. Do I have that one? Sure. <laughs> you might. It was just it was it was actually like three bucks too for a whole bag of tea. So I have something like we we make his iced tea, but like I have like a mm-hmm. something from Trader Joe's that maybe it's that that sounds similar to what it is. If you um, want a really good loose leaf tea to make iced tea with, there is a a, comp- a tea company out of Denver. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Uh, called Tea Spot, and they do a ma- it's called Mango Tango. It is. The Ooh. best iced tea ever. Okay. It's so good. Interesting. Uh, Mr. Todd, what is your drinking game rule for this book? Everybody sucks here. Okay. Um, as you're going on and you're looking at all the characters, you realize everyone's motive here is kind of shitty. Mm-hmm. And every time you realize people are like, you're not a good person, are you? Mm-hmm. Take a drink. Uh, okay. Lena? Is this Harry Potter? <laughs> um, every time that there seems to be like uh, the one, the one thing that got me was like the little, the, well, not little, they're big, the big mm-hmm. like uh, dementors. That's basically yeah. what they are. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they name. Sure. I don't remember if they name them in the book, but yeah, they're essentially dementors. So I was like, okay, and but they lack like, the cloak. They're dementors without the cloak. Without the cloak. Uh, yeah, it's very yeah. much. But it's like there's a lot of magic and things that aren't like whatever. But then I saw the dementors and I was like, this feels very Harry Potter. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. Okay, uh, Mr. Adam. Uh, so is the main character is she Tina? I want to say because her mom was Nala, right? Yeah. I so right. mine Tala. is called. I thought her name was Tala. 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 Whatever it was. T A L A. It's called, is this thing on? It's like every time they're like, use your powers. And she's like, I can't. It's not how it works. And she can't use her powers. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to go with creature. Every time there's a new weird creature that shows up, um, take a drink. You may want to do small sips on that one because there's a lot yeah. of weird creatures on that one. Yeah. So, uh, cool. I have a hard time distilling this plot down. I was gonna, I was like hoping that one of you understood it because I read this. <laughs> and I know I say, I say this on so many episodes, but what the... The fuck was this about because <laughs> the last three pages of the trade explains the motivation yes, yes. so yeah. that part of it i really liked i liked seeing like her like how she got to that point and why mm-hmm. she was right. seeing him like, that was really cool and then you understand kind of what's but even then you don't really know what they're it sounds like there was a war that was happening that isn't uh-huh. happening anymore but her family was on the like the losing like, side losing side i guess and um they were still being hunted and whatever and it just was like okay okay i get it that part i got but the all the shit that had to do prior to that mm-hmm. i was like then him turning himself into a pug and then he couldn't turn himself back out of being a pug because he, he got cursed 
first. Yeah, and then he's walking around like I, I can't think of the character, but it, like it kind of reminded me a little bit of the pug from Men in Black. Yes, a little but bit. But even but the clothes he's wearing just feels so like '90s sitcom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, even I, on the back, he's wearing like a bowling shirt, like that's straight out of like Roseanne. he looks or two and a half men. Really, is yes, what he looks like. That's yeah. what it was. I'm like, what fucking show? He looks like he's dressed like Charlie Sheen. Yeah. So this book basically men. is if Fables and Saga fucked and had a deformed baby. I can see that. There's definitely a Saga connection I can see. I also sure. feel like it's sort of like a gangster movie crossed with Harry Potter to a certain extent as well. Yeah. Which makes sense why it would be on Albatross because, I mean, The Goon is essentially a zombie movie with a, you know, mobster movie combined is basically what that is. So I kind of can see. I love The it. Goon. Maybe, maybe that's something we should do a deep dive on because I, I love The Goon. Okay. Um, yeah. So, like, I agree with you, Lana. Like, it was, it also just sort of felt like kind of in similar to like a, a noir detective novel. They go from one step to the next step to the next step and it's always just like this little weird like oh i have a backstory with this person i have a backstory with this person like how small is this city like he seems to know everybody and it's probably fucked over everybody which is probably part of what the character really is but uh, right so my basic thing of this is you've got tala shows up and goes to this guy says hey i need your help and this guy's like i don't want to help you i'm a piece of shit let me get uh out of this and like you've got to help me get out of this and this and this and other hijinks occurred hijinks occur and at the end of it you realize oh you want him because you want to throw him in jail to get someone else out Mm -hmm. i got it yeah so it's um it's like oh this is really a terrible person it's like who what kind of person deserves to be permanently stuck in prison and you're like oh this guy does yes and he continually proves to this uh to talia that he is the guy who needs to be yeah thrown like he, he is the perfect person if you want to screw somebody over he deserves it more than pretty much Anybody. Right. And so she's playing the game is I want you to help me, but I don't want to tell you what it's about. It's like, why me? Because mm-hmm. you are the worst person my mother could think of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which so. is true. And he is pretty awful. He is a, a shithead. Yeah. He, really is. he is yeah. really a shithead, right? Shithead. <laughs> he is a shithead. And everyone says, You're a shithead. You're a shithead. It's like, what? Me? He's like, Yeah. He's like, Well, I guess I am. And he, he owns I mean, at least it. He owns but... it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, it's almost more surprising that he has survived as long as he has, just because I can't imagine a person with that many people on like that he's on their shit list not being like just killed on site at any random point in time you know what i mean right he's the kind of guy that doesn't seem to sleep in the same spot for more than two nights yeah probably well he kind of says that the fact that he was homeless for so long or whatever it was Mm -hmm. because he couldn't Uh stay in the same place like he actually yeah and every person burned all of his bridges yeah he's like i'll hang out with tala because i have nothing else going for me yeah everyone wants me dead i need to get out of dodge she's an option yeah. yeah. They, they know she's going, you know, he's going from the hot water pot to the fire. Yeah. So, so but it's funny. It is funny. It is weird. Um, it's weird. It's funny. It's silly. It's, you've got a souped up Mercedes that, you know, it's not even a classic Mercedes per se, yeah. but it's one of those like lima bean shaped Mercedes that reminds yeah. you of an old Ford Taurus. Yeah. And that's the thing that is so souped up, which is humorous to me. I get yeah. a kick out of it, or even the wand where he goes, I couldn't figure out how the wand worked till I, you know, just whittled it down and I stabbed yeah. people with it and just lets yeah. it out. And you're like, eh. yeah. He he has ingenuity. I mean, here is a shithead with ingenuity. Here is a character mm-hmm. with no redeeming qualities, but I don't completely hate him. Yeah. I mean, it's a little bit way of the gunish. So yeah. you actually just described Hitler until you said you didn't hate him. <laughs> 
shitty... <laughs> He's a little bit like Way of the Gun. You guys, you guys seen Way of the yeah. Gun? Yes. Yeah. Fantastic it's not the greatest opening scene filmed in Salt Lake of all time. Where in Salt Lake was it filmed? Dude, it was filmed in front of In the Venue. Oh, really? Was it really? Yes, it was filmed in front. So the whole Sarah Silverman bit and that whole thing, that was in front of In the Venue. Well, now I need to go back and watch it. because, like The first time I saw that movie, I lived in California, so I had no frame of reference for that scene. Yeah. Dude, yeah. So I so Way of the Gun, um, Christopher McQuarrie wrote and directed it. He um, wrote Usual Suspects and Valkyrie, and he's most recently directed the last slew of Mission Impossible movies with Tom Cruise. But his whole goal in writing this movie is like, I want to write a movie that has the main characters are not redeemable in any way, and yet you still kind of like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was his whole goal. And they're, I mean, Ryan Felipe and Benicio Del Toro are just assholes, and they kidnap this pregnant woman for ransom money, mm-hmm. and things go poorly. But they're all ass. Everyone's an asshole here. Mm-hmm. And I think he does a pretty decent job. <laughs> but in this book, everyone's an asshole here. But the trappings and the setting, like, this is weird. This is goofy. This is magic. You're like, all right, we're in Baltimore. I can see bits of Baltimore I recognize. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm sure Divine right? was there somewhere. So, yeah. right? Somewhere resurrected going on. So, it's, um, I had a good time with it, actually. I was reading mm-hmm. this here. And then the last three pages, and you're like, Oh, Tala, you're an asshole, too. Yeah. Why do I like you better now that I know that you're the asshole? <laughs> uh, well, I need to save my mom. I don't care. You're the asshole. Nah, I mean, but I like you better. I don't know, though. I feel like her motives are more genuine because like, hers are not self-centered motives as much as his are. Like, He's just self-serving. She's trying to save her mother. You know right, what I mean? But she's like, who are you going to find to doom for eternity for here? It's like, oh, I heard this person's a piece of shit. Yeah. Let's go do that. You're like, oh, you are a piece of shit. Let's go for it. And so, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's like, oh, it's saving mom. Isn't that noble? Eh, to a point. But at the same time, no, okay. actually, no. As you're watching this here, it's like, hey, you'll help out. And he's like, I. she went to this guy. It's like, oh, you've got weapons. You've got supplies. He's like, I don't have any person to replace her. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, let me find a piece of shit to replace her. And so it's, she is, um, her goal is to condemn this yeah. person. And it's basically, she's passed judgment and condemned. And she pre-passed judgment before meeting him. And it was just confirmed. But yeah, she's not the hero. Mm-hmm. See, I almost feel like if she would have met him and realized that, oh, he's not this piece of shit that he was made out to be, that she would have changed her mind. And again, I, I could be 100% wrong, but just the way she presents herself in this is like, yes, she is an asshole as well, but I think she's doing, she's being an asshole for a good reason. But then this this Eddie just confirmed both in real life and in this that he is a complete asshole. Yeah. So, right. uh, but I have a feeling that she wouldn't have, she wouldn't have done it if she would have been like, oh, this guy actually just got a bad rap kind of thing. It's like, no, he's just a piece of shit. The whole entire time, mm-hmm. he just sucks. Right. So, yeah. being a piece of shit to a piece of shit is fine, becomes the question. I'm still a good person, because my shitty behavior is just towards a shitty person, so that's fine. <laughs> but I'm still a good person. It's one of those things, Is like, I'm a really good person. How I can't tell you how often when I hear, like, well, I'm a really good person, and I, then I instantly think, are you? Yeah. Like, I'm not are racist. Are you? If you have to make that statement, or if you have to preface something with that, then you're probably not. Right, and she's not she's saying... More- human i don't think that it's that she's she's a hero or not or that she's a good person i just think that she wants her mom back right she has yeah yeah, she has motivations that are uh, that are not uh you know egocentric or anything unlike his and i do Mm -hmm. believe you know had she met him and he wasn't a total dipshit she probably would have been like oh i still want to help my mother but maybe there's another way that we could go about this yeah but the fact that he really is just 
confirming what a shithead he is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay, I'll, I'm just gonna, we're just gonna do a swap and be done. Like, yeah. I'm not even gonna play. And, and see, just, yeah. Yeah, my thing is, like, if my mom was in a place where I had to swap, have someone swap places with her to get her back, I'm like, if you were just half a shithead, I'd, I'd do it. Like, yeah. if I just halfway don't sure. like you because you like you have bad bo like you can go away forever now i guess my mom back kind of thing well especially because so. she lost her grandfather mm-hmm. right yeah and and everything too so like and and by the way i know there was talk at the beginning about he was like if you're my daughter or whatever and she's like shut the fuck up mm-hmm. but and so it was never confirmed right that she was his daughter right was it no okay it was not and there was but, even inflections like oh you two kind of have the same nose and, but yeah here's the thing when you read the summary it calls her his long lost daughter oh interesting mm-hmm. hmm. his long lost half demon daughter so in the at least in the first in the first trade they have but no it says uh of eddie's ex-partner well if you read in the back it says talia is the part demon daughter of eddie's ex-partner well then that's different than what they're putting on the comicsology as the like oh that interesting they have, because on on any all the other summaries that I found on the, of the book is mm-hmm. Tala is Eddie's long lost heart demon daughter. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So maybe something comes up as they go. Well, I mean, it, it's very heavily hinted at. Like it's not a subtle right. thing. Yeah. You know. No, it isn't. And he's like, no, of course this can't be true. You know how many other dudes she was doing. Yeah. And so he fully admits. Yeah. Of I don't know. But it almost seems like, on. and I, I haven't watched the whole thing yet. I, I I'm still catching up was if you ever seen the show The Blacklist it's heavily hinted at the entire time that Red Reddington is her father mm-hmm, and he's right. saying no 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 and, and maybe he's not maybe he was I, I haven't gotten far enough to, to figure that out yet but it's kind of like are you really not her father like it's mm-hmm. it's like really like it's pretty much heavily like you're only half a demon and you got the same nose and you're both kind of assholes like if you're <laughs> old here you know? you're coming yeah. across this honestly yeah like hey I know this asshole I recognize that yeah so but it's i mean and trapped in it is you got this whole urban fantasy supernatural bit going on and it's uh way more fantasy than it is men in black but yeah. it's got men in black elements going on so yeah, you can see a lot of stuff. like saga and stuff going on in yeah. there again and all of that trappings in the setting i thought was a whole lot of fun yeah and i really enjoyed that the um and you have these characters and the thing ended and you're like oh i totally get her motivation now you're an asshole but i get it mm-hmm. you're an asshole an asshole that's right and you're like yeah i'll keep reading it so as i read this first trade i'm like actually i want to read the next one mm. this okay. is how that went for me yeah but yeah the the art's consistent it's fun the characters i mean there's lots of it's not like it's breaking new ground anywhere yeah but it's uh it was having a good time with it and you know here's charm city and how do we make baltimore look like more of a shithole than it already is <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Those in Baltimore won't be mad at me. So Brian, you were right though, because that picture of of mm-hmm. Grumble that is Charlie Sheen from yeah. Two and a Half Men. Yeah, like on the back of my copy, it like is flat out like that is Charlie Sheen right that's there. That's Charlie Sheen. Yeah, right? like yeah. that's one hundred percent Charlie Sheen right that there. That is that is the freaking shirt he wears in yeah. every episode. That's why I was like, God, I can't think of the character. And as soon as you said Two and a Half Men, I was like, That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I have literally never seen one episode of that because I think he's a piece of shit, and that kid who was in it who found. Jesus 
Jesus is also a piece of shit. So, oh, I, I've, I've never watched a full episode. I've never been able to make it through it. Um, I have not so quietly judged people who claim to be fans of that show, uh, which may or may not be a good thing on me. But like, I am aware enough of that show to know that that character wears that all the time. The first two seasons were decent. There's only mm-hmm. one episode I really like, and it's the first mm-hmm. episode I ever watched. Charlie, who's a man whore, ends up uh-huh. being with this girl who's a part of some witch coven thing, mm-hmm. and they want to anoint him as something for their their coven or whatever and they all start chanting anoint him uh-huh. so they're like carrying him out of the room and they just keep chanting anoint him anoint him and him and i gotta give chuck Lorre one thing i laugh like hell at this because as, as they keep chanting he charlie starts singing um i can't fight this and I was dying laughing and I was like, you know, I don't think this show is that funny, but that scene was fucking hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> So just throwing that out there. But yeah. the the yeah, the the first season was actually somewhat funny because mm-hmm. they didn't make John Cryer's character a total wuss. Yeah. He was actually uh-huh. somewhat of a he was just going through a divorce. So he was just yeah. like fuck. They made him very it, they all became caricatures of themselves. Which I mean throughout the season. Uh, for a, a different Chuck Lorre um story, uh, which is uh um Big Bang Theory, it, it, same thing happens there. You know what I mean? Yes. And like Big Bang Theory, not brilliant, but I I I tend to put it on in the background when I'm mm. doing something else because I mean I didn't have uh, until today I didn't have Peacock so I couldn't put the office on anymore. Uh, so uh, anyway, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think that I think that's a standard Chuck Lorre kind of thing. But the dude's made a fuck ton of money, so you know I guess it worked for him. But yeah, so but he definitely d- that is exactly what Charlie wears in every episode. They're different colors. They're not yeah. always that burgundy color that that uh, what the hell's his name? Grumble, whatever call him. Eric Jeff. I think it's Eric Eddie. 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 There we go. Eric Jeff Bob. Whatever. his name we'll dance um, around it well yeah at least but it's but he does have a strong name like george carlin like uh george carlin always said yeah. right you know it's mm-hmm. not like a kyle or a yeah tucker or whatever or Brian. there's a weird way i might have a problem with that name for an asshole but that's just me, uh, so. yeah that's a totally different but name. yeah so he just but he definitely but eddie does look like exactly and, and and the the outfits and everything just fits the like shithead attitude he has this like super big ego he thinks everybody loves him and then everyone that sees him like get the fuck out of here mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't want to see you <laughs> oh you just say that you love me no i don't no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was really funny how he thought that he was this like very beloved person and then every time you he brings tala anywhere it's like they fucking hate him and she's like what in the hell is going on here? Mm-hmm. everyone hates you so yeah i thought that was that was interesting but the the clothing that they put on him and he's like what about my clothes and she's like who cares he's like i'm out here naked and it's mm-hmm. like you're a dog no one's yeah. gonna pay yeah. attention more they're people pay attention to the fact you're wearing clothes. yeah you're wearing clothes and you're standing up like a human that's yeah. where you're giving it away yeah <laughs> so yeah uh adam do you have any thoughts the weird thing was that i actually because i love pugs and i think i've been very vocal about that was that i got the first issue for free on comicsology like God, for like months and months ago before we even decided we were going to do this. And I read the first issue. I'm like, huh, okay. Do I want to read more? No, I don't. <laughs> 
Mm-hmm. So then we're like, well, I, I have to go get it now. So, but again, yeah, reading it, it's it's like saga and, and fables. And the whole time I'm going through it, and this we did a double episode today. So we actually did Battle Pug and this one. I actually read them both back to back. Uh as silly and stupid as Battle Pug was, like we talked about it, knew what it was, and I had a blast reading. I thought it was fun. Then I get to this one, and it's like halfway through, I put my iPad down. I'm like, I kind of would rather be reading saga or fables right now. Yeah. I'd rather be kind of reading what obviously inspired this book. And it wasn't bad, but it was just kind of there and I, unlike Todd I really don't I'm not interested to go read more mm-hmm. and it was just it was an interesting world I liked all these these cool characters like you know they have like the, the imp and you got this person and that person you got the cat dude which I thought was hilarious was Todd the sent cat dude was my favorite I'm sorry oh the sign <laughs> was amazing no no he was and I love the fact that in our group text like you were uh Lane, you were saying these books are weird as fuck and then Todd immediately sends the picture of Sai going like, what the fuck and I was like I'm literally on that page I literally just read that panel like I, you couldn't have had better timing if you've been there next week. Uh, but I don't know. I just, I, I think I would have rather read something else that I knew was good. Uh, yeah, that one right there. That lady I literally had just... What was that? I just think that's so great. So, he was my favorite character in this whole yeah. thing. <laughs> and it's so funny because that, pan- that, that panel is, if you're reading digitally, is on the bottom right of the screen. And I went to go flip the screen to the next one when I thought my felt my phone on my chest and it vibrated because I was in my room where it's nice and cool. And I was like, oh my God, I'm literally at this panel like not even the page the panel i just <laughs> read that so i thought that was funny but it's there it is what it is i, I had more fun with battle pug and i'm not going to say this is bad by any means because it's not i just i guess it wasn't for me and yes. i would much rather go read some more i actually i need to catch up on saga i'm like probably 50 issues behind now uh i mean they're on hiatus you got all the time in the world to catch up oh, yeah they're like they're, two years of a hiatus at this point i, still I think they're all on i, I want to say they're all on like unlimited or something though so i read the first 20 issues or so because i was doing them individually and everyone's like oh comics aren't worth shit like i gave all mine away and actually the first 10 sagas are now yeah worth like 50 bucks pp somewhere mm-hmm. around there so like, oh fuck i gave those away not as bad as selling my black lotus for a playstation when i was a teenager mm-hmm. so i can now sell it for a down payment on a house or a couple months rent in utah wherever you live yeah uh so yeah it just it kind of was there and i think one of my other problems it was brought up was that we all know that i can enjoy anti-heroes and i can enjoy bad people but i have to be able to root for them somehow and at least i could root for nala and even at the end i could kind of root for her but I just I didn't like Eddie. I didn't like the other people. I loved Sai. Sai was great, but I kind of have to have a main character I can get my my emotions behind, and I, I really couldn't do it with this. So, but yeah, everybody kind of, sucks here. Well, there's that, and also like Eddie is annoying enough of a character that when the imp like is I after, wanted him to get killed. Like just fucking kill the pug. Like, it's like you kind of feel like you're like I kind of felt like for the imp. I'm like the dude is a businessman. He's just doing his damn job. You know what I mean? Eddie's an asshole. So it's like when like the I obvious mean, well, so was supposed Mitch to be the too. So. I know, but still, it's just one of those things where you're like, just, I don't know. It's when the obvious villain of the piece is not the worst person in the book. That sometimes makes it harder <laughs> yeah. to root. It's what the, the book is named after. Yeah, know. yeah. So, anyway, anybody else have any thoughts? No? Go read okay. Saga. Go read Saga. <laughs> and Fables. Especially- they announced a new, two new Fables series, by the way. I heard about that. Yeah, they're doing a uh, Batman and Big B Wolf 12-issue run. Oh, that'd be fun. And then they're doing issue 151 for 12 issues, like, on, just picking up where fables left off i still have never well. read the final trade because i don't want it to be over it has sat in my tv red that. pile ever since it came out um i did you that know, for a long time with 
other books as well. Uh, but like that one, I still like, have not finished reading it. The first seventy-five issues of Fables is amazing. Mm-hmm. It gets a little rambly for a while, but it's amazing, and it's one of those things of I didn't read comics till I was you know and well into adulthood. And Brian, but I mean, we talked about the boys and some other things, but it was Fables, and I went, oh, this is amazing, and mm-hmm. it's really Fables is what brought me in, yeah. and I love it. And the second half is okay, but Bill Willingham wrote the whole thing. He got fourteen Eisners for his run oh, on damn. Fables. Yeah. So as you watch this here, it's like, how good was that series? It got fourteen Eisners for over hundred and fifty issues. It is really worth it. And he's picking it up again, and the artist is coming back. Lila Sturgis is um, doing the art again, so they're just keep going, and it's um, I'm excited for that. Yeah. So uh, Saga is great, but it's people's like, what do I like better, Saga or Fables? Is Saga is great. Fables is so near and dear to my heart. Yeah. Um, when I was reading Saga, I was also reading uh, Why the Last Man. And so those two books, in my mind, are always sort of very similar because I was reading sure. them all at about the same time. And I think because uh-huh. of that, I have a special place in my heart for Brian K. Vaughn. So I might stick right. with Saga just a little bit more, but that's just just me. But I, I get and, what you're saying. And see, I'm, I, I feel the same way about Dark Phoenix because yeah. the I read comics as a kid, you know, Ninja Turtles, Ren and Snippy, all that fun stuff. But what got me into comics as an adult was when I was in college, there was a comic store down the street that we would go to to play Magic the Gathering every Friday or Wednesday night. And so while I was there, this guy Kevin worked there and we were talking about comics. He's like, well, you know about the Dark Phoenix Saga? I'm like, no. He's like, oh my God, like, you know, I will buy this for you so you can read it. So the Dark Phoenix Saga was what got me me into comics as an adult mm-hmm. and i mean i've got a goddamn phoenix tattoo like I've, i i have collections like i actually have the dark phoenix saga in individual issues mm-hmm. that I've, I've i've picked up over the years because some of them are obviously expensive you know first appearances and stuff uh so i think that's why the movies that have tried to do phoenix hurt me so bad because it's like for the me, movies are like, awful yeah this is like the bible actually it was funny last night we were watching we finished uh indiana jones in 4 case we finished crystal skull and i why like, did you five... watch that even why did you even bother i've never seen it i had to i had You're Better off, Todd. You're so much. Better I had the off. Dude, last Crusade was it. the last one. No, yeah. you don't. Whatever. Life but... is too short to be watching crap. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm old now, so I, 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 I watch crap professionally, and that's what I do. Uh, but I noticed like Dark uh, Dark Phoenix, the new one had like four minutes left, so I was like, "Well, we'll just finish this." So it gets off my like to be watched thing, like in Voodoo, and I was like, "Oh, like all I wanted them to do, all I wanted was the big fucking Firebird, which we got briefly in Apocalypse, mm-hmm. fighting uh-huh. someone. That's all I wanted. That's all I've wanted for since I was twenty. Anyone watching the first mm-hmm. X Men movie? They don't know how to do Dark Phoenix. They don't. They don't no. They don't know how to deal with Phoenix, and it, it's it's really upsetting because X Men was always my favorite um, kind of comic book series growing up. I really liked the the like nineties cartoon. Oh, it's bad. Oh, yeah. Yes, <laughs> and it was. And but like they they just with the even with, even with the movies they just can't they didn't do casting or, or right all the way around with a lot of that stuff they they fucked up a lot of the characters with the movies and even with the new ones it just is like they can't they can't figure it out for some reason and I don't really mm-hmm. know what the problem is I think it's because now that they're part of you know Marvel the MCU and they'll get built in I think Kevin Feige will be able to do it right that being said I think I'm going to be in a rest home eighty years old when they actually do a good Dark Phoenix movie. 
That could be true. Yeah. But so Todd, I totally get what you're saying about how Fables is like holy grit for you because that's what got you into it. And that's uh-huh. why I'm with, with Dark Phoenix. And it's so funny because as we're talking about Fables and everything, so Telltale Games, they got famous for in like the Walking Dead kind of choose your own adventure right. games. And the first thing they did then they split off was they did Fables. They did uh the Wolf, Wolf Among, Among Us. Us. Yeah, it yeah. was a fantastic. Oh my god, the game is and that's what actually yeah. got me into Fables because I had never read it. And so I saw I played that read a little bit and then we read some for the podcast. So uh if it's if it's still out there because Telltale went under uh because they invested too much money and, and they got a very toxic work environment. It's a long story. But if you can find the wolf among us, uh it's Bigsby, he's the big bad wolf, he's a detective, and he's investigating the murder of I want to say Snow White, and that's like episode no, one. No, 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 no. Snow White is, uh, is she's alive at the beginning of that. No, uh, in, the, in the video game. She, I don't think her character ever dies, though. Did I don't think it was Snow White that was killed. I don't think it's no, Snow White. It can't be oh. Snow White. Because she's like the she's like the vice or the assistant mayor at the beginning of the series. They get married. Uh-huh. They have a bunch of kids. Like, as far as I've read, she's still alive. I still have one well, more. Right, right. This, is, this is the video game. They took a lot of licenses with the video game to do their own thing. That's a weird choice to do, though. Well, I, I'm not going to give spoilers, but well, yeah. she's not dead. Like, you know, you find out later on, but it's there's a whole... It, and the video game, that, that's what got me into it. It was like, oh, cool. Like, mm-hmm. This is a cool world. Like, these mm-hmm. yeah, fables come to life. I want to read about yeah. this. And that got me into the comics. So. Gotcha. So, is this, uh, uh, you're talking with someone that's on a comic book podcast that has no idea what she's yeah. talking about. These are, these are fable characters yeah, in a so comic book? The, the best way to describe, well, the, the, the quick basis of the plot is all of the fairy tale creatures that you've heard of are real. Um, yeah. And the all, and, and basically, as the story goes on, you find out that like, shit happened in the fable world. They ended up coming into our world or our reality sort of as protection. Yeah. There is a block area in New York City that is sort of magic So the, Yeah, Fable, fable Town, town yeah. where they all live. And then all the animal looking creatures that can't pass for human, they all live um, on a farm in upstate New York. And so it's basically like sort of a, a government slash, you know, um, apartment complex drama uh, with all these characters. And so when they first start out, the Big Bad Wolf is the sheriff um, and uh-huh. uh, and uh, uh, Snow White is sort of like the assistant mayor. Um, the uh, Prince Charming shows up. He's been married to everyone and everyone fucking hates him. Um, like it's So it's, yeah, Prince Charming is the same Charming for Cinderella and Sleeping Beauty and all the others. Yeah. Like, oh, he married Prince Charming. Same guy. Yeah. Just can't keep his shit together and they all divorced him. So you've got yeah. Cinderella, Sleeping Beauty. Who was the third one? Except Sleeping Beauty technically was Prince Philip, but that's okay. I, well, I understand because anyway, it's not. But the girls all get together for like monthly lunches and what do they yeah. have this, in common? This sounds they share like, an ex husband. This sounds like Once Upon a Time. It was. So it was. Very much, yeah. <laughs> once Upon a yes. Time took a lot of. Sh- lot, like, I was. From they this. were actually talking about a Fables TV series and then Once Upon a Time came out and there was also another one that came out around the same time that didn't last as long because Once Upon a Time was out and then what was the other one? There are two was networks. Grim? Ba- Grim might be oh, it. I don't know. Thing. Grim was Nothing like a procedural right? with a. It was like X Files, but a procedural kind of thing. Yeah, but right uh, things. But yeah, you look at Once Upon a Time and do Once Upon a Time much better in comic form. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's why we really were talking about it. I was like, this sounds like the plot of Once Upon a Time. Yeah. Right. And Once Upon um, a Time came well after this was very yeah. well yeah. established. Yeah. So. And oh, then once okay. it came out, they kind of killed off any chance of them probably doing it. Right. Like, 
like, oh, well, Once Upon a Time just did it, so I guess that's done. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah. Okay. But it's definitely worth reading for sure. Um, One of my favorite characters in the early part of the series is um, Pinocchio, because he's Uh perpetually always a boy uh, and is fucking cranky as shit about it. Yeah. (laughs) He's cranky and horny and young, and he's like, ah! Yeah, like, he just, yeah. Oh, you're such a cute little boy. He's like, I just want to get some. Yeah, he's he's an (laughs) awful and wonderful character. Better than the villain in this show, or the main character in this book. Anyway, let's get to grades before I have to cut out almost Rumble. everything we've said about. So, um, Lena? Uh, B minus. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Adam? Uh, B minus, yeah. Odd. I give it a much stronger B. Okay. It's a strong um, B. And that's right here. I mean, if we're comparing, like, we just shot two back-to-back. Um, the Compug DM, I'm like, alright, I've had my fill, I'm done. And it was much mm-hmm. longer. Yeah. But this one going, everyone sucks here, but yeah, let's, let's keep watching them be shitty to each other. Um, and so I'll read that. I'll sit with you on a B. I think that if I wasn't on a time crunch and I wasn't reading through it to know what it was for the show, I might have enjoyed it a little more. So okay. I'll give it the benefit of the doubt and say maybe I would want to check it out otherwise, but we'll see how sure. that goes. So, cool. Um, well, next week we will be reading Lockjaw, who's a good boy? Because as we discussed it's last me. week, that's it's how me. you have to say that. That's not um, the Donny Cates book, is it? I don't think it's Donny Cates. Maybe it is. I'll look it up while we're talking. Yeah. Um, while we're discussing that. If it's Donny Cates, if it's not Donny Cates, I'll ruin the Donny Cates one. Okay. There is a... I, I, we should find that out. Um, anyway, but uh, then we're going to uh, jump into um, August, or not August, that would be the end of August. Uh, and then we'll I jump know, it's into Dan September. Slot. Okay, so it's another Oh, one. Dan Slot. So Donny Cates kills Lockjaw. Oh, okay. Well, then fuck Donny Cates for that. Um, <laughs> but uh, so in September, we're doing a back to school month. Uh, we are going to be doing Gotham Academy, uh, Primer, Backstagers, and a manga named Ko no Kachi, which has a different um, English name that I bought it, and I'll have to let you know what Let's it is. Know. I, it's it's in the different room. That one looks. I'm really interested in that one. It's uh, it, it could either be amazing or horrible. So we'll find out. Uh, and then October, we've actually decided what our Halloween books are going to be. So if you want to order your books early, uh, we are doing a book that I recently bought purely because of the title, and I'm excited to read it with y'all. Uh, Dracula motherfucker. Um, and then we're going to be we've reading. Talked about that one multiple times too. I'm excited. Todd has too, and I just I just saw the title. I'm like fuck, I got to buy this. It's great. Uh, so Alex DeCampi wrote that one. So the uh-huh. Alex DeCampi did Alien versus I mean uh, Archie versus versus predator which we're also doing which we're also doing yeah yes and a bunch of other stuff but um so then we're also gonna be doing crossed which is one adam's been trying to get us to read for a long time if garth ennis's id was just unrestrained that's not a vote of confidence sir um and (laughs) shaking his head he's read it so he knows i i think i've read it too if i remember correctly um i mean i have it i've had on my shelf you're gonna have to apologize to elena for this one yeah you really at least it's not dogs Still, anyway, this is the one uh, that did the la- the the ro- Rover Red. Yeah, the author yeah. of Rover Red Charlie. Okay, well, yeah. at least he I also know wrote I'm... the boys and the pro. You haven't read the pro? Don't know. <sighs> You can't recommend the pro. You cannot recommend that. Like we broke Q with the pro. I broke Q. You know that? Yeah. (laughs) Q. I'm like so afraid to ask at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Q was on the show, and he is like such. You know, it's like comics are such the sacred thing, and the pro does a deconstruction, and it's like, what if superheroes were pieces of shit? And it's like when Q read this, and he came on. It's like the pro has ruined my childhood yeah like basically <laughs> where she's blowing the guy who's superman and then pulls off yeah. and he he comes and like his cum shot takes the plane out of the, side. the wing off of the jet because <laughs> 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 but it ruined q's childhood and he was 
so offended by the pro and I love you, Q. And I under I get it, but at the same time, I I love the pro because you're just like, oh yeah, I see what's and it's also uh, Amanda Connor and Jimmy Palmiotti was involved with Garthenus, and they did a big run on Harley Quinn, and they've done a bunch of other stuff as well. I get a kick out of those too, but I have a great heart. But yeah, it's like what what comic book ruined Q's childhood? It's the pro. Yeah, and I think that broke him a little bit. Yeah, uh, you can see his eye twitch when we were recording. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. I'm like, let me defend this. He's like, there's nothing worth defending. I feel so violated here. Yeah. So we have that to look forward to. Um, <laughs> then we're going to be doing uh, Marvel Zombies, which I'm excited to reread because I, when I bought it and read it originally, I just was new to comics. I was reading The Walking Dead, I thought, and zombies were kind of a, a, a cool thing at the time. They were not completely overplayed like they are now. Um, and so I was excited. I read it. I did not understand all the Marvel characters as much as I kind of understand them more now and i'm not saying i'm a marvel expert but i definitely know those characters a lot better now yeah um so uh and this is also i mean when i read it this was also pre like iron man and the marvel cinematic universe so like i think everyone's far more familiar with those characters in general now yeah it's been a hot minute since i originally read that so i'm excited to reread that and then of course i do love this book i discovered this book because of adam um because adam was on a panel i don't know if you know this or not so adam no. when you were um when you did the panel about riverdale i started looking <laughs> I that. At, we were sitting oh, there, the one I, that i hated and i was just yes. like tired yes <laughs> Close down so, like, the show, the con. and I ended up yeah. asking what I thought was a very appropriate, and interesting question, and no one followed me on it. Um, Lana would have appreciated it, which I was pointing out how the first season of Riverdale was essentially the same as the first season of Dawson's Creek, like same plot and everything. You know, student has an affair with the teacher, and they hide, like there's all these different connections. Anyway, mm-hmm. I started like on my phone because, uh, like you said, a lot of people were tired, and uh, that panel was not necessarily amazing. Mm-hmm. I started looking through weird Archie crossover books, and I came across Archie versus Predator. And I was like, I have to fucking read this. Um, and I bought it. I read it. I remember loving it. I reserve the right to be completely wrong, but I really liked it when I first read it. Uh, so, like, I think now that I've, I've recommended enough bad books, I'm like starting to like sort of like put in disclaimers. Like, I could be wrong. I I remember it being well, good, but I could be wrong. Well, and I've wanted to read that for a while, actually. So it's so I'm really looking forward to it. It's a lot of fun. It's silly. I mean, as much as like you know, the hunger or afterlife with Archie is like, oh, let's do this like this horror shit with Archie. Yeah, that'd be cool. This one, it's like now oh, this yeah, is way more this- classic goo. Goofy Archie. Oh, yeah. um, the general gist of it is actually, I know this whole plot off the top of my head because I do kind of love this book. I hate to admit it. Um, is Archie and the gang end up going to the Lodge family has like a, a resort in like Costa Rica? Um, of course and, they do. Yeah, in Costa Rica or something like that. And basically, what ends up happening is for whatever reason, the predator falls in love with Betty and follows them <laughs> back to Riverdale and is Thank killing. You. What's wrong yeah. with Betty? Nothing's wrong with Betty. It's just the fact that like the plot is based around the, the predator having a crush on Betty and so he follows them back to Riverdale and then starts fucking killing people uh because he wants to get to, to Betty. It's it's stupid and brilliant and I So I, does he does he like present the skulls of the people who killed to her as like trophies to win her over? Please tell I me he does. That. Say like he does. I hope that'd be so great. Does. I think that'd he be does. so great. It's goofy, it's weird. I love it. I but I mean I'm I'm withholding right to be completely wrong. But when I read it originally I really loved it. So um anyway so that'll that'll be the next two months uh for y'all. If we just um, gave Battle Pug a BB minus score. We did. Yeah, we we actually had the fine. exact same scores for this and Grumble. Yeah. But it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be what it'll be. Uh, so anyway, thanks for joining us, y'all. And uh, join us next week for Lockjock, who's a good boy. We'll be saying that a lot. That'll be your own drinking game. Every time we say who's a good boy. Who's a good boy. Who's a good boy. Um, we'll see how that all goes. Anyway, uh, thanks, everybody. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye. Bye.
Nice harmony there. It's starting to begin that dialed in. I think you guys are about to ready to go on tour. Oh, I can only hope. <laughs> oh, there we go. That's our encore. Oh, <laughs> oh, I'm glad I kept it recording for that. Oh, God.